Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, clap your hands, all ye people. Let's give our Lord a great hand clap of praise. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus told us where two or three would gather together in his name, he would be right in the midst of us. The Lord is in the building. Now, the thing about that is, uh, just like old Downing Thomas, Thomas was of the opinion, I'll see it or I'll believe it when I can see it. Amen. That's how some people are. I'll believe it if I can see it. Jesus appeared before the disciples and old Dodd and Thomas all of a sudden had faith. And Jesus said, you believe now, don't you? He said, oh, my Lord and my God. Jesus said, you believe because you've seen. But blessed are those that believe and have not seen. I can't see them with my physical eyes. But I know, I know, I know, I know he's in the house. He's here right now. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Let's give him another hand clap of praise. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the hope of the world is in this place right now. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Blessings, brothers and sisters. Today is a great day to be saved. Amen. Today is a great day to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. As the clock is ticking and eternity is beckoning and many souls are going into eternity even as we speak, I thank God that you and I are here to have an opportunity. Amen. To make that change that we so desperately need to make in this hour. There's anything in your life that's not right. You need to repent of it and turn your life around. This is serious business. Amen. God is holding all of us accountable. Amen. For what we do with what we hear. Amen. So let our ears be open and let our hearts be ready to receive what the Holy Ghost will speak to us today. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. We welcome you to... The greatest church in Newark, Ohio. That's right. Christian Apostolic Church. We are not called that by mistake. Because we are Christian. Every church that has a steeple on it don't mean that's the right church. Every church that has stained glass windows, that don't mean that's the right church. And everything that claimed to be Christian is not Christian. But not only are we Christian, we are apostolic. Oh, yes, we are apostolic. Amen. We still believe, hero Israel, the Lord our God is one. Amen. We believe there's only one God. And we don't be shy about it. Amen. There are not three gods. There are not three persons. Amen. There is no trinity. Amen. Amen. We believe that you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There is none other name under heaven. None other name under heaven given among men whereby we must, we must be saved. Folks say, what, what makes your church different from every other church? All over this city there are churches, but Jesus only built one church. He said, upon this rock I'm going to build my church. And the church that he established is found in the book of the Acts of the Apostles. And we've committed ourselves to preach what they preach, believe what they believe, and to do it how they did it. Yeah. Glory to God. So I want you to know you're not just in any old church this morning. Amen. You're in the church. Yeah. Can you say amen? amen? I'm glad to be in the church. 
Praise the Lord. This morning, I'm going to be reading a lot of scriptures, and I sure hope those got their Bibles and ready to go to war, because this is warfare. First, I want to direct you to the book of 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter. Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, beginning at verse number 12. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for some congregational response here. Make sure I'm not up here by myself this morning. I'm going to ask for your help. I'm going to ask for your participation. So what I'm going to ask you to do is that in these verses of scripture that I'll be reading, there's one word that's going to stand out. And when we get to that word, I want the whole church to shout that word out. That word is if. Everyone say if. Yeah. Let's practice. Say if. Yeah. Now say it like you really mean it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Second Chronicles chapter 7 beginning in verse number 12. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. Let's try that again. <laughs> and the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. Yeah. I shut up heaven and there be no rain or yeah. I command the locusts to devour the land or yeah. I send pestilence among my people, yeah. my people, which are called by my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Yeah. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Amen. You want God to hear your prayer? I'm asking you a question. Yeah. Do you want God to hear your prayer? Yes. Do you want the presence of God in this place? Yes. Then God said, if my people would humble themselves, seek my face and pray, hallelujah. then, oh hallelujah, then I'm going to hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal, heal, heal their land. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, we thank you, God, for every opportunity you give us, Lord, to be in your holy presence. Now, oh God of heaven and earth, I pray that every ear would be open, that every heart will be open, that our spirits be willing to receive from you today the life-changing word of God. Speak to us oh Lord challenge us today oh God but most of all save us in this wicked hour we pray in the name of Jesus and everyone say amen, amen. for the next few minutes I want to speak to you on this topic if the biggest little word in the Bible if God bless you and you may be seated hallelujah the word if, according to Webster, is a conjunction and introduces a conditional clause. It tells us that on the condition or supposition that in the event that you do your part, God will do his. If you desire to be saved, 
you must meet certain conditions. One of the first conditions that you must meet is the condition of repentance. Luke chapter 13 and verse number 3, Jesus said, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you, you shall all likewise perish. That's a condition of salvation. Everybody wants to be saved, but everyone wants to do it their way. It don't work like that. You must repent. It's not enough just to come to church. You have to repent. It's not enough to just lift your hands and quote the sinner's prayer. In fact, the sinner's prayer is not even in the Bible. It's not such thing as a sinner's prayer. Amen. You need to repent of your sin. Repent means to change. Repent means to be sorry enough about your sin that you're going to quit. It's not enough to get baptized. You can get baptized and still go to hell. Amen. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost, speak in tongues, and still be lost in the church. That's why the Lord Jesus said the first thing you got to do is make your mind up. No longer living for the world. No longer playing around with the devil. No longer following my will. Hallelujah. But I'm ready to pick up the cross and follow after him. Jesus said, except you pick up your cross and follow me, you're not worthy to be my disciple. Repentance is a requirement. We got too many people lost in the church. Lost in the church. Some never miss a service, but you're no closer to God than a doorknob on a door. Somebody say amen. amen. I don't know what y'all came to hear today. I ain't no, I ain't no uh, cotton candy preaching. We too close to the coming of the Lord to play games. Everybody say repent. repent. John the Baptist came preaching. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus came preaching. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repentance is the first condition you have to meet if you want to make heaven your home. Amen. Repenting means no more gambling once you get saved. No more gambling. Repentance means no more dancing at the club. Repentance means putting down the liquor bottle. Amen. Repentance means getting rid of that cancer stick called a cigarette. Oh, it's quiet in here now, boy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Repentance. It's a condition you must meet. Folks come up to, be, to receive the Holy Ghost and haven't repented. And thank God going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. We got so many people lined up, man, with their hands raised and, and wondering how come I'm not filled with the Holy Ghost. If truth be told, there's some things in your life you've not gotten rid of. The Bible says God gives the Holy Ghost to them that obey him. You've got to have a made-up mind that I'm going to obey God. Yes. Now, I made a statement some years ago, and boy, did I get a whole lot of response. When I stood in front of a congregation and told them, the love of God can't save none of you. Everybody looked at me like, excuse me? I said, not only that, the power of God can't save you. The word of God can't save you. Folks were looking around, what's he talking about? I said, the only thing that can save you is your obedience to God. Amen. God going to love you anyway. His word will always be established. Amen. His spirit would always reach out to you. But until you got your mind made up, I'm going to obey the word of God. You're not going to make it. Amen. You can't come to church and still be shacking up. You can't be sleeping in a bed with somebody that's not your husband or your wife and call yourself saved. You got to repent. You can't be listening to all that worldly music. Ouch. You know, sometimes you preach yourself in the conviction. Amen. You got to repent. And how often? Every day. Every single day. 
Amen. Before you go to bed at night, you need to get on your knees and say, Lord, forgive me of my transgressions. Forgive me of my debts. Forgive me of the things I've done wrong today. Because ain't nobody live a perfect life 24-7. We need to be under the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to let him wash our feet. Hallelujah. Amen. And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Somebody say repent. If you want to be saved, you got to meet that condition of repentance. The second thing you need to get taken care of is you need to be baptized. There's a condition of baptism that you must take care of if you want to make heaven your home. Mark chapter 16 and verse 16, Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You can't just believe. Amen. You just can't say it. You got to do it. He that believeth and is baptized. Let me, let me ask a question here this morning. How many in here believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Would you raise your hand? Let me see. I'm going to take my time and look around here. How many here believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Would you raise your hand? Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Now, every one of you that had your hand raised up, you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. There are no other options. There are no other choices. There is no other way. He that believe and is baptized shall be saved. Then he goes on to say, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And I tell you, Jesus didn't pull no punches. He put it right out there. He laid it out where you can see it from one end to the other. If you do this, you're going to make it in. If you don't do it, you're not going to make it in. Right. He that believe and is baptized shall be saved. So you can sit there and say, well, I believe, I believe. And then when it comes to you to get baptized, you don't get baptized. You ain't fooling nobody but yourself. Amen. You must be baptized if you want to make heaven your home. Amen. If you believe not, if you reject it, if you walk out of here refusing it, Jesus said you shall be damned. So you got a choice. Be saved or be damned. The question is what be will you be? Amen. You got to meet the condition. There's a third powerful condition that's important for you to understand. And that's the condition of receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. There are all kinds of preachers and teachers out there that just tell you, well, the Holy Ghost is just some added blessing. No, the Holy Ghost is essential. In the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 9, the apostle Paul told the church, but you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. Uh-oh, here's that word. If. So be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You know what that means? If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't, believe, you don't, you don't belong to God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, amen, your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you don't have the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, as the Spirit gives the utterance, you are not ready for the kingdom of God. That's a condition you must meet. Amen. How many want to go to heaven now? Well, just like sister said, I want everything. I want everything. I want everything God has for me. Praise God. I don't want to miss out on nothing. If. So God's promises to us are all conditional. And they are based on your obedience to certain conditions. Someone did the research and found that over 1,500 verses in the Bible contain the word if. And that's why I proclaim this morning that if is the biggest little word in the Bible. And I'm not going to bring forth all 1,500 verses, but I will bring a few. I want you to follow along with me now. As we go to the word of God and we're going to look at a few of these powerful verses that have the word if and the conditions that must be met. First we're going to go to the Old Testament, the book of Genesis chapter 4 and verse number 7. 
the book of Genesis, chapter 4 and verse number 7. Well, God was speaking to Cain. Amen. God said to Cain, if thou doest well. Everyone say if. If, if you do what you're supposed to do, shalt thou not be accepted? Amen. That's not hard. Just do what you're supposed to do. If thou doest not well, then you got a problem. Sin is lying at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, but thou shalt rule over him. God always gives us choices. Out of all of God's marvelous creations, we're the only ones that God has given the ability to choose. The Lord said, here's the path. Choose this way, you're going to have life. Choose that way, it's going to be destruction. Here are two doors. One is great and wide. Many going to go in that way to destruction. But the way to God is a narrow door and only a few will find it. He said when you build your house, you got a choice. You can build your house on the sand and when the winds come and the flood come, the house is going to be destroyed. Or you can choose to build your house on the solid rock. And no matter what comes your way, no matter what trials come your way, you're going to stand. You're going to stand. You're going to make it if you make the right choice. So he told, he told Cain, listen, Cain, what I gave to you, I gave to Abel. I've given you both the same message. If you want to restore yourself, if you want to have a relationship with me, there are some conditions you got to meet. There's got to be blood. There's got to be the shedding of blood. Because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. God's not interested in a bloodless sacrifice. So Abel killed a, 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 an animal and the blood was shed. Cain brought his best lettuce, he brought his best tomatoes, he brought his best everything. But God is not interested in your best. He's interested in his best. Because your best will never make it. Your best will never be good enough. And so he told Cain, said, listen, if you do what's right, if you do what's right, I'm not going to treat you any better than I treat anybody else. If you do what's right. But if you choose to do wrong... Sin. Hide at the door. Now you got another choice. Either sin going to rule you or you going to have to conquer that sin. But it's all based on that one little word, if. Deuteronomy chapter 11, starting at verse number 22. This is the Holy Ghost speaking to us this morning. The Bible says for if. Everyone say if. Oh, listen, listen, listen. God means every part of his word, every crossing of the T, every dotting of the I. God means exactly what he says. For if, listen to the language of the scripture. If ye shall what? Diligently keep all these commandments which I command you. And what do you mean by diligently? He said, I want you to do them. Hallelujah. Don't just be a hearer of the word. God said, I want you to do them. Amen. To love the Lord your God. How should we love the Lord? Walk in his ways and cleave unto him. Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you and you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. But you got to meet the right condition. Lord, what's the condition? You got to love God. You got to love God. You got to love God. How should we love God? Love God with all your heart. Love God with all your mind. Love God with all your strength. It's not a recommendation, it's a commandment. Hallelujah, I gotta love God in the morning. I gotta love him in the afternoon. I gotta love him at the midnight hour. I gotta live my life as an example of love for God. I gotta love him, I gotta love him. And he said, if you love him, if you love him, look at this. He said, I want you to love him and I want you to walk in his ways. Amen, in order to walk in God's ways, you gotta walk in the scripture. You got to walk in the Bible. We got too many people that close their Bibles and don't pick it up. 
and they walk by what they feel and what they think and what grandmama told them. But friend, if you want to please God, if you want to gain all the promises, if you want to, amen, receive everything God has for you, you've got to open that Bible. Come on, sister. It's time for you to open that Bible and say, Lord, show me the way and I will walk in it. Hallelujah. God said, if you do it, if you cleave unto him, cleave unto him. These words are not just sitting there for nothing. Cleave. I mean, be, be such a part with God that there's no difference between you and him. Cleave unto God. So much so that nothing can get in there and separate you. Nothing can get in there and turn you away from God. Hallelujah. Ain't enough money in the world that can make you turn your back on God. God never created a woman so fine, brother, that'll make you turn your back on God. Sister, there ain't a man that ever walked in this earth that is so awesome that he can turn your back on God. God said, I want you to cleave to me that no devil in hell can separate you. I want you to cleave to me. I want you to think about me all the time. Somebody say cleave. So tight that you and God are one. Oh. My goodness, look at yourself. Examine yourself. Is this a description of you? Or do you need some more work to be done? God said, if you do these things, I'll drive out the nations. I'll drive out your enemy. Hallelujah from before you. And you shall possess greater things that you ever imagined if you meet these conditions. I don't know about you, but I want it. Hallelujah. Every day I'm praying, Lord, help me to walk with you closer. Help me to walk with you in obedience. Isaiah chapter 1, the prophet Isaiah. Oh, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is talking through the prophet. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse number 18. I'm telling you, God is looking at every single one of us in this sanctuary this morning. Amen. Some of you may not have known last week you'd be here, but God knew. God knew you'd be here today, and he got a word for every one of you. Somebody in particular God is speaking to. Beginning at verse number 18. The Holy Ghost says, come now. Come now. Let us reason together. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I don't want you to listen to what they're saying on the television. I don't want you to hear what all the false preachers and the false teachers are saying. But God said, I want you to listen to me. Let us reason together, saith the Lord. What you going to do, Lord? Though your sins be as scarlet. They shall be white as snow. Though your sins be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. It doesn't matter how bad you've been, you can never be so bad that God can't reach down and turn your life around. It doesn't matter all the junk you've done in your past. God says, don't worry about your past. My blood is able to cleanse you and wash you and strengthen you and make you whole. Hallelujah. If, if, look at the next verse, if you be willing and obedient, obedient there is that word, you shall eat the good of the land. If, if, if. Number two things, two things. You got to be willing and you got to be obedient. Now I wonder why, why did God put that there? Because God knows there are some people that are willing, but they're not obedient. Amen. And then there are some people that's obedient, but they're not willing. They do it, out of, they do it with a grudging spirit. They do it with an attitude. That, that, that don't please God at all. Amen. You got to be willing to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Look at the person next to you and say, do you want to do what God wants to do? Do you, do you want to do what God wants to do? Well, you'd be surprised how many people get all hesitant and bold up in church. <laughs> when the Holy Ghost demands something of them, they start getting stiff and resistant. They want things, they want everything God has for them, but they don't want to meet the conditions. And they're not willing, they're not willing. Some of you right now, some of you right now, if I told you right now, and I'm going to tell you, you need to repent of your sins. Yes. Well, I'm not ready yet. No, you're lying to yourself. You are ready. That's why you're here. You're ready. You're more ready than you think you are. Amen. Amen. Don't tell me you like living for the devil. 
Don't tell me you enjoy, amen, being depressed and on drugs and, and addicted to alcohol. Don't tell me you enjoy your life of sin. Amen. God says, I want you to be obedient. I want you to be willing. I want you to have a yes attitude. And when we come to the conclusion of this service, God is going to ask a whole bunch of you to come forward and give your life to him. Somebody say amen. Amen. If you are willing and if you are obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Blessings going to come from the east. Blessings going to come from the west. Blessings going to come from the north. Blessings going to come from the south. God said it would happen only if, if. Woo, glory, hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 48, verse number 18. The prophet Isaiah, let's go on a little further and hear what the Lord is saying to us today. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. If you'd only listen. How many times have you heard somebody say that? Boy, if you'd only listen. Girl, if you had only listened. Then had thy peace been as a river and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. If you had only listened. So many times I've, I've said that to people. People that I've talked to 10 years ago. People that I've talked to 20 years ago. I'm telling them, you need to give your life to God. Yes. You need to come to church. Oh, but I'm having too much fun. Boy, I got this going on. I got that going on. I got so many friends. If you'd only just come on to God, give your life to Jesus. One lady I, went, I grew up in school with, she had about maybe six kids at home. And I would invite them to church. I mean, they were living rough. They were living rough. And I said, God's got a plan for you. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to stay at the bottom of the burrow. God wants to change your life around. But she was living by herself. She was a, a single parent. She had all these children. And she was so accustomed to doing things herself. She was in charge. And she made the plans. And she was using her street smarts to get by. And she wanted God. But she wanted God to work on her terms. And I said, listen, listen, listen. This is not going to work out. The Bible already tells you the way of the transgressor is hard. It's going to be rough for you. Your children are small right now, but they're going to grow up. And they're going to they're bear the fruit that you've been planting them. If you don't come to church, why don't you let me come by on Saturday and talk to your children and pick them up on Sunday morning. If you don't bring them to church, let me come by and pick up your kids while they're still young. But she didn't choose to do that. Today, 20 years later, 25 years later, she's reaping what she has sown. She got one boy that's in some kind of a crazy cult. He flies back and forth to Korea to meet this moon. Some guy named Moon calls himself God. She said, I don't understand it. I said, I do. She got a daughter that left home, went all the way to California to try to, to, to live the, 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 the life of a model and, and get involved in entertainment. But that young girl paid the price. Now she's back home with two babies and nothing going for her. Her other sons, amen, in and out of jail, prison, smoking, drinking, and she's just pulling her hair out, wondering what happened, what happened, if You'd only listen. Some of you got testimonies right now of all, such pain. You had no reason, no, no, you had no, no reason to have to go through what you've been through. Some of you went through so much mess in your life. Why? Because of decisions you made. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. But friend, if you'd only listen, if you only listen, God would have developed, God would have blessed, God would have changed, God would have delivered you from so many scars that you wouldn't have to have today. But here, I'm telling you, even so, it's still not too late for you. It's still not too late. Though you've been through a lot, though you have suffered a lot, God is still in the business of saving souls. And he's calling men and women to repent. And obey him. Oh, hallelujah. 
if only thou had hearkened to my commandments, if only you had listened. The NIV version said, if only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river and your well-being like the waves of the sea. Hallelujah. Oh, if, if you'd only listen. All of those so far were Old Testament examples. But I'm going to conclude with some New Testament examples. In the New Testament, beginning in John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus, Jesus said this, if. Everyone say if. if. John 14 and verse number 15. Are we there together? You see it on the screen. If you love me. Keep my commandments. Oh, I love the Lord. No, you don't. You don't love the Lord. You like to say it and make yourself feel good. But as far as Jesus is concerned, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. You know, it's a popular thing to say you love the Lord. Some of the biggest sinners in the world always talk about how much they love the Lord. They even sing songs about it. I love the Lord. I showed you. Crackhead. Fornicator. Idolater. I love the Lord. Liar. And people that don't know better, but yeah, he loved the Lord. She loved the Lord. People dying every day, going to hell by the thousands. And preachers get up in pulpit and try to make the family feel good by lying. Yeah, we know he loved the Lord. He didn't go to church, but he showed love the Lord. Amen. He wasn't perfect, but he showed love the Lord. He didn't love the Lord because he didn't keep his commandments. Amen. I would ask, do you love the Lord? But I don't want to get you in trouble right now. Because a bunch of you don't keep his commandments. It's time to change. I say it's time to change. Hallelujah. John chapter 15, verse number 6. And verse number 7. Jesus speaking, Jesus talking, if, 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 if. Look at this. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them, cast them into the fire, and they are burned if you do not abide in him. Abide means live, dwell in him. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you on the condition that you abide in him. And his word, abide, live, dwell in you. That's God's way. Well, Brother Easter, that's hard. This ain't meant for crybabies. This is not meant for those who are always complaining. Let me tell you something. It takes a real man to live for God. It takes a real woman to live for God. In this evil and dark world, it takes somebody, amen, with some inner fortitude to make a stand and say, I'm going to live for God no matter who does it or who doesn't. I'm going to obey the word of God. My desire is to abide, live, dwell in him. And have his words abide in me. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verse number 1 and verse number 2. The apostle Paul writing to the church. Moreover brother. I declare unto you the gospel. Which I preached unto you. Which also you have received it. I preached it. And you received it. And wherein you stand. By which also you are saved. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If. Say, <laughs> so what? Yeah, if, if, if. 
I preached it. You believed it. You received it. And you're saved. If. Oh, man, he had to put that if in there. Amen. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you. Unless I preached in vain. Brothers and sisters, your pastor don't come up here week after week preaching stuff just because he feel like it. He don't spend hours studying and, and trying, to, trying to get the mind of God just to make you feel good. These words, these words are valuable. These, these words that come across this pulpit, it's, it's not just a man up here preaching. My God, you, you done missed it. You done missed it. If you think, hey man, this brother Easter going to say something that's going to blow my mind. You come for the wrong reason to see a man in behind the pulpit. The Bible says he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. You got to recognize it's not me. It's not me. It's the Holy Ghost. He's the one talking to you. It's the Holy Ghost that's reaching out to you. Oh, glory to God. So look, don't, don't get mad at the preacher. Don't get upset with the preacher looking at him all sideways, getting all upset. Your beef is not with the preacher. He's just the mailman. He's the postmaster. <laughs> He's just giving the message. Amen. God is trying to get your attention. Some of you sitting in here in your mind somewhere else. I got you now. I got you now. Oh, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is talking to you. You may not have another chance to hear from God, but he's been speaking to you for a while now. And the Lord is setting out some conditions for you. Can you say amen? amen. Keep in memory what you've heard, what you've been taught. Hold on to it. This doctrine is awesome. This doctrine will save you and save those that hear you. This doctrine is powerful. It will never change. And we are the most blessed people because we got the truth. We've got the truth. We've got the truth. Everybody don't have what we have. Keep it in your heart. Keep it in your memory. What you have heard in this place. If you do that, then you can be saved. I got two more verses for those of you that's looking at the clock. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17. This is powerful stuff. Therefore, or because of this, if, mm, 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 if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If you're in Christ, not if you're pretending, but if you're really in Christ, you're not just a, a better person. You, you, you're not just a, a, a change in your ways. You are a new creature. A new creation. Amen. See, a lot of people haven't grasped that. Even in, in 2021, a lot of people haven't recognized yet. You're not what you used to be. If you are in Christ. You may not look like it. You may not feel like it. But you are more than a conqueror. You, you are an overcomer. You are the devil's worst nightmare. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Let me tell you what God said about you is true. You're not the same person you used to be. You're not a weakling no more. You're not some addict no more. You're not some lost, dirty soul no more. You're not at the bottom of the barrel no more. He made you new. He made you new. He made you new. If you are in him, glory to God. 
You got to walk in him, talk in him. Amen. Live in him. If any man be in Christ, he's a, a new creature, a new creature, a new creature, a new creature. Amen. Old things have passed away. All things have become. Wow. New. You got a new life. You got a new family. You got a new hope. You got a new father. You got a new name. So you ought to have a new attitude. Amen. You ought to have a new attitude. As if things, if things according to what's happening in the world, you ought to have a whole new view of what's going on. I'm a new creature. I may look like the same, but I'm not. Amen. I've been adopted into a new family. This world is no longer my home. When you're looking at me, you're looking at a prince. My daddy is a king. Amen. And the affairs of this life have nothing on me. Because I'm not a part of this world. Amen. I've been cut off and grafted into. Amen. I have no more ties to the past. Amen. Folks be all upset about social injustice. Jesus said that stuff's going to happen. So why are you tripping? Amen. People getting all entangled with the affairs of this life. Following the news like it's the Bible. I mean, there are some, some believers, man, you're in front of CNN and Fox News more than you're in front of your word. Absorbing all that negativity, all that negative energy, all that deceitfulness, absorbing all that junk that's in the world, and it gets in your spirit, and then you come to God's house. It's no wonder you can't hardly lift your hands. It's no wonder you can't even smile. My goodness, you ought to see some of y'all faces. <laughs> Man, it's scary up here, bro. <laughs> Amen. You look out in the audience, man, people just looking at you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Maybe you want to jump off the pulpit and run out that door. <laughs> well, brother, you start got joy. Well, you better let your heart tell your face. Amen. You know what? If anybody got a reason to smile, it ought to be us. Because we've been made new. We've been made new. We've been made new. Hallelujah. I've got a new purpose for living. Because I am in Christ Jesus. If, if old things are passed away and all things have become new. And then lastly, the verse we started off with, 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse number 14, if, 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 my people, see you and I, we have a special obligation. We have a special responsibility. He said, if my people, not just any people, not just any people, he said, my people, if my people, which people are that, Lord? The ones called by my name. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people that claim to be the people of God. There's a whole lot of folks that claim to be the people of God. But God said, everybody's not mine. I got a select group of people that belongs to me. What people are those? It's the people of my name. Hallelujah. The name is what separates. The name is what signifies. The name, hallelujah, is what identifies. It's the name of Jesus. It's them Jesus name people. God said, I'm looking at my people that are called by my name. If, if you will stand up in these end times and do what I command you to do, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. Oh God, not my will, 
thy will be done. However you want to do it, Lord, is all right with me. I can pray, Lord, and be blessed. Oh, I can pray, Lord, and be sick in my body, but I'm still going to praise you. Oh, God, I could be on the mountaintop of revival. Oh, I can be in the valley of despair. I'm still going to praise you. Not my will, but let your will be done because I am a people of your name. I need to humble myself. I need to lay myself before God and say, Lord, your will, your desire, your plan. And then pray. Pray, brothers and sisters. We think we're praying, but we're not really praying. How do we pray? It's not a laundry list of, Lord, do this for me. Lord, I need, I need. It's not about that. God says, don't seek my hand for what I can do for you. Seek my face. I want to have a relationship. I want to have a relationship. Do you bless me only when I give you stuff? Do you love me only when I give you stuff? I want you to love me regardless. Hell or high water. I want your love to be constant. Hallelujah. I want your love to be strong. I want your love to be fiery. Pray. Seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. Who's he talking to? His people. He's talking to Jesus' name, people. And you know what he said? Turn from your wicked ways. And we think wickedness is just those people out there. No, 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 no. God says, I got some wickedness in the church. Well, God, I, I, I don't think I'm wicked. Well, see, that's where you're fooling yourself. You are wicked. How am I wicked? When you follow your way. Your way. Any way that's different from God's way is a wicked way. Jesus said, I am the way. There's no other choice. There's no other alternative. Are you walking in his way? A whole bunch of folks are not. We're not doing it the way he wants us to do it. We pick up our Bible every now and then. We pray real shallow kind of prayers, all based on how we feel that day. That's wickedness. We come in and we talk to everybody else before we talk to God. The Bible says, seek him first. That's wickedness. Amen? When the Holy Ghost is moving and you're distracted and looking at something else and your heart is divided, your mind is divided, that's wickedness. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is in this building. Will you bow your heads right now? The Holy Ghost is here. God is, God is moving. He's moving, brother, that's the Lord you feel. God is talking to you, sir. God is talking to you, ma'am. Hallelujah. God, I want to be in your perfect will. God, it's not hard. It's not difficult. Your ways are not difficult. Your burden is light. We're at the end of time, Lord. You can't afford to play games. God, if, 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 if I do what you're telling me to do, now Holy Ghost, speak to me. Holy Ghost. Obedience. 
will obey. I will obey, Lord. I'll do it, Lord. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Right now. Right now. I'll do it, Lord. Hold on. You do Hold on. Shut Hallelujah. You've spoken, Lord. You have spoken. I'll do it. I'll do it, Lord. I'll do it, Lord. I'll make the changes I need to make. I'll make the changes, Lord. Help me, Jesus. I'll make the changes, Lord God. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I'm going to get that stuff out of my house, Lord. I'm, I'm going to make changes, Lord God. Hallelujah. I'm going to quit doing that, Lord. I ain't going to do it no more, Lord. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. 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 Would you stand with me, church? If, if, if. God said, if you do it, if you do it, if you do it, I'll do my part. If you do yours, I'll do my part. If, if you do your part, I'll do my part. Hallelujah, sir. He loves you so much. And I know you don't understand everything, but that's okay. Hallelujah. He didn't say he that understandeth. He said he that believeth. All God wants from you is faith. Believe, young lady, believe right now. Angels are all over this place. Angels are all over this place. It's angels everywhere. You don't have to understand it. Just believe it. Believe it. Faith. If. If you would repent today. God has something for you. If you would make your mind up right now, sir. God has something for you. And not just you, your family. But he wants you to, he wants you to act. He wants you to respond. If you love me, then come to me. right now for the next few minutes we're going to be praying with people and we want you to know we have a baptistry full of water for any in here that's ready to obey God's command to be baptized he that believes and is baptized shall be saved you don't believe it and you don't you shall be damned. For those that want to be obedient, I'm asking you to come and stand in front of this church. Your choice. All based on if. Because one day, there's going to be a judgment and you're going to hear that if you'd only listened, if you had only listened, if you'd only did it, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that hard, sir. All the reasons why you shouldn't, all the reasons why you're not ready yet are lies. God wants to do some marvelous things in your life. If quit sitting on your laurels, quit procrastinating, quit being so lazy. If you do your part, God promised to do His. He's been waiting, waiting for this moment. He's been waiting. He wants to bless you, He wants to heal you, He wants to be your friend. But most of all, he wants to save your soul. He wants to cleanse you, wash you. God, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it no more. I'm sorry. I can do better. I can do better. I can be better. And I know better. Father, your spirit, come close. Strengthen me right now. In the name of Jesus, I confess my sin. I'm sorry, God. Forgive me, Lord. I know what I've been doing is not right. And you're not pleased, but you've been blessing me anyway. 
but I got to do better than this. Oh God, make a way for me today. Take this away from me, God. Get this out of my spirit. God, get it out of my spirit. Let me feel your presence. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Oh God, I need the Holy Ghost. I need power. I can't live like this in my own. Everybody in the church ought to be talking to the Lord. Everybody in the building ought to be talking to the Lord. Young lady, you need to be baptized. You get yourself ready. You let somebody know right now, I, I need to be baptized. I got to get it right. Sir, you need to be baptized today. You need to get it right. Let somebody know you want to be baptized. Hallelujah. Father, I need my priorities back in order. I got to put you first. I got to put you first. You got to be first. Your spirit has already spoken. I don't need no more, no more evidence. You are in the building. Come on, sir. What are you waiting for? Why are you sitting back there procrastinating? The Holy Ghost is talking to you. If you do what you're supposed to do, God's going to help you. God's going to bless you. God's going to save you. God's going to do it. And it's all based on if, 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 if. Musicians, would you play? Singers, would you sing? Hallelujah. Some of you need to intercede for the person next to you. Some of you